Awesome. It's good to see you. It's good to have you back. I pray that God is blessing you and keeping you. And most of all, doing a great work in your life. It's your neighborhood preacher. I'm here with Valor Ministries. I needed to get on tonight. It's a word that I have. I may not make it tomorrow morning, so sometimes I'll slip it in Friday night. I'll try to just get God on me, or I'll try to uh, make it Saturday morning. Listen, wherever you're at, I just want to tell you that I appreciate you. There was a lot of times in my life that um, you know I had people around me to su- support me, uh, to love me, and I was doing my own thing, and I really didn't realize uh, how many people were in my corner. I got a, a crazy story, but I'm gonna I'm waiting until I get these guys um, around when when they're available when they get some time. But uh, there's a couple characters that came to my door, and um, they were willing to risk it all to to uh, come into my home. I was pretty uh, faded at that time. I was uh, uh, pretty intoxicated, and. Uh, and these guys said, hey, Danny, God's not done with you. And so listen, in like manner, I really want to say that God is not done with you. Joey, what's up, man? Good to, good to see your name again. I've been praying for you, man. You can always reach out to me. Love you, bro. David, man, God bless you. It's a privilege to have you in my life. Mighty man of God, I love you, Papa. I love you a lot. appreciate you. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for investing in me. Thank you for loving me the way that you do. I really appreciate you. You're a good, good father. You're a good spiritual father to me. Hey, listen. You guys, if, uh, if you're not following... Uh, in his power please give him uh, give him an opportunity to speak some words of wisdom into your life uh, he's a great man him and his wife and and uh, the anointing that's on his life <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm stoked I'm happy I'm 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 excited I'm blessed to have his uh, anointing running over in my life and um and what a privilege it is to, to co-labor with him. You guys got to check out what he's doing. Uh, the Gathering Ministerial Association is, is growing. It's strong. It's, uh, it's got good, good uh, ministers and, and good gifted people that uh, are coming together in that. Uh, he also runs the missions ministry. Listen, it's, it's, it's better to give than it is to receive. And I'm still constantly working on that. I really try to be a giver. I try to put money in people's hands. I try to make people smile. I try to serve them. I try to make their life better. And I try to come up with answers and and resolutions. Uh, So, hey, listen, uh, the word that I have on on my spirit tonight, and uh, I'll make it short and sweet, um, is called Why You Don't Need a Plan B. And um, 
you know, I think a lot of times God shows his, his face and he, he shows his hand on our life. And I think a lot of times that um, God speaks a word into our life. He speaks it through somebody or he speaks it to us directly. And we're looking for a plan B. And I'm going to tell you, when God speaks to you and God reveals the calling on your life or he prompts you with something that's just overwhelming, it overtakes you. And you know, you know what God's calling you to do or what God's calling you to be or what God's calling you to change. You don't need to come up with a plan B. God knows what he means. <laughs> and God's promise is sure. And God's promise is true. You know, uh, when you look at Peter, when he was on the boat that day, and Jesus said, hey, I'll meet you on the other side. <laughs> he said, I'll meet you on the other side. And they, they, uh, you know, uh, there was, there was a, a great storm. The word of God says it was a boisterous storm and <laughs> no plan B. <laughs> and, uh, God, I have fun ministering the word. You know, Jesus says, Jesus showed up and they all thought it was a ghost and, and Jesus said, come, you know, a lot of times there's no details in that. It's, <laughs> there's no details in that. And, um, and Peter stepped out, Peter stepped out with a simple come. And, you know, I admire Peter's courage in his faith and the fact that he didn't need a plan B, you know, a lot of times. I mean, we're, we're hashing the numbers out. We're, we're really, really, really squashing the numbers. We're fine lining everything. And when God calls you with the promise or God calls you, uh, to move for him, it's like Peter, when he got out of that boat, you know, Peter with courageous faith, he didn't look for a plan B and, and likewise, when when me and you start looking for a plan B, C, D, and E, to be honest with you, it's because we're not trusting God with plan A. See, God knows the plan. And as long as me and you continue to be in control in any area in our life and, and just not dedicated and it given to God, then we're looking for a plan B. We're looking for another way out. We're looking for another route just in case it doesn't work out. And uh, I admire the speed of, of Peter's obedience. You know, he, he went with just come. And I, and I really believe that, that God is, is saying, rooted, what's going on in his power? Listen, I, I really believe that, that God is, is, is talking to you and he's talking to me. And if you like courageous faith and, and the speed of Peter obey, 
I really believe that you don't have to worry because that's God's plan. You don't have to fret over it not working out. Sometimes a plan is just all part of the beautiful process. And that's what God does. But when you're invested completely and your life is completely his, there really isn't nothing to worry about. You know, I, I, I want to, I want to let you know. I mean, I, I, I just, I might get frustrated or disappointed, but I mean, I have not worried. Um, you know, since I've consecrated my life and, and just completely daily given my life, every morning I wake up and this is what I say. I say, Lord, I crucify my flesh, my life. It's not my own. I look right in the mirror when I'm brushing my teeth. And when I'm done, this is what I say. I say, I crucify my flesh. My life is not my own. Live and have your way in me. I surrender my life again. You know, um, Peter didn't have a, uh, an alternative plan. And he didn't look for a floating device. He didn't ask for one of his uh, buddies to give him an oar, a piece of wood. So just in case, you know, just in case, you know, we got that just in case uh, um, phobia or mentality. And uh, I think we do that in life. We look to our peers. We look to our family. We look to our friends. I mean, um, many times we follow uh, the promise or we follow the call half-heartedly. I've been there. I've done it. Um, you know, we're not ready to follow all that he's asking of us. And that's the most frustrated place to be in. I really, really want to speak to your spirit. I am having a blast crucifying my life. I'm having a blast. I did all the partying. I got higher than you possibly ever could be. And I am having such a blast in denying myself. I am having so much fun serving, ministering, giving my life away for the image of Christ. I mean, I'm so content. And so many times in our life, we have backup plans and they still don't work. But every time we come up with a backup plan, it's because we really don't have trust and faith in Christ. And if you'll remember with me in the word of God, the example of Abraham and Sarah, you know, Abraham and Sarah thought they needed to come up with a backup plan. So Sarah said, hey, why don't you go lay with Hagar and uh, we'll get this thing jump started. You know, I'd like to say that Abraham just followed orders, but uh, they both, they both agreed to jumpstart the call of God. They didn't truly trust and believe. And then, you know, every time we come up with the plan B, just like they did, it backfires. And what happens? You see that Ishmael was born and look at 
He's part of the Arab race, and you see Isaac that was born. He's part of the Jewish race, and, and they're at war. You know, a lot of times our plan B always goes to war with God's plan. And if you need another example, let's take a look at Aaron. Moses goes to the mountain of God. And the people of God saw God. They saw his hand. They saw, just like me and you, we've seen how faithful God has been. But they can't wait for the man of God to get back. They got a jump start. They got a jump start with the plan B. So they start making a golden calf. The people were, were tired of, in of worshiping an, an invisible God. And me and you have been called to worship an invisible God that gives us visible fruit, that gives us the fruit of the Spirit, that gives us the, the, the move of God and the power of God through the Spirit of His might, and it can't be denied. But if we keep jump-starting, Walking with God by an alternative plan, we will never see God's power and demonstration truly like he wants to. You know what hypocrites they were and what hypocrites we can be um, because they saw God, but they were ready to trade his glory. Me and you cannot afford to trade God's glory. And where is God's glory? God's glory, brothers and sisters, listen, this is key. God's glory for me and you, I'm telling you, this is, this is fire right here. God's glory is in me and you fully trusting, saying, no, that's it. I'm not going to get involved. I'm not, I'm not going to um, disobey. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm all in. I am all in and I will see God's glory. That's where God's glory is in complete trust and complete faith. And I have stopped buying into the lie that I cannot fully trust and I cannot fully walk in faith. That's a lie. We were created to. What you need to do and what I need to do is make sure that we beat down this flesh. You keep the flesh in submission Hey, everything, everything is beautiful. Listen, this flesh is your enemy. It's trying to crush you. You crush it. You know, listen, the man of God, uh, my spiritual father taught me this and it'll stay with you. He said, Danny, listen, your flesh is like a silk shirt. You got to constantly tuck it in. It unravels. It likes to unravel. Constantly tuck it in. Listen, we're at 15 minutes. I'm going to wrap up, but listen, stay with me here. There is no plan B. I want you to understand something. Walking with God is his plan. Plan A always works. Here's what's important. Me and you need to spend. Listen, when I get off of here, I'm disappearing to the world. I am spending time with my heavenly father. Mm, and I want his anointing. I want him. I want his presence. We need to spend time, enough time in prayer and meditation with the Lord. 
so that we have a clear understanding of what plan A is. And look, it's not always easy to follow God's plan in your life, but if you'll keep your eyes on Jesus, if you'll keep your eye on Jesus out of the the throne of your heart instead of the storm, you're always going to be good. And in the natural, be crazy. Shake yourself up. Remind yourself of doing what God told you to do. Listen, I love you. I appreciate you. And I believe in you just like others believed in me. Count the cost. You and I were dead men and women. It's no longer us who live, but it's him who lives in us. If you faltered, if you've made some mistakes, if you feel like you're not in that rhythm of walking in the spirit, come on. Father, we consecrate ourselves right now. Father, we ask in the mighty name of Jesus that you would wash us and cleanse us. We release the blood of Jesus over our life again. We ask that you would open up the eyes of our spirit, open up our ears, open up our heart. Allow us to walk with you again in an upright, holy way. We count our lives as lost for your sake. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, renew us, sustain us, quicken our spirit and cause us to believe. Help our unbelief. And as we get on plan A again, we ask that you would reveal your glory as we put our trust and faith in you. Listen, he will never bring you to shame. Your neighborhood preacher always tells you, stay up, stay strong, stay blessed. Because the devil's a liar. Listen, we're having services right here in my home. Wednesdays, 645, we're opening in prayer, welcoming the presence of the Lord every Wednesday. Every Sunday, 945, we are opening prayer to welcome the presence of the Lord. Listen, I need you. And if you find it in your heart, to sit under someone, learn, allow myself or my wife and the congregation, allow us, allow me to disciple you. Listen, we're here. We'd love to grow with you. We'd love to build with you. And in God's kingdom, work never ends. To him be the glory. Jesus is my king. I love you. I bless you. Stay up, stay prayed up, because the devil is a liar. Until next time, stay blessed.